A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim My dear brothers and sisters Assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and Eid al-Ghadir Mubarak to all of you and your families Alhamdulillah Praise be to Allah alladhi ja'alana min al-mutamassikina bi wilayat Amir al-Mu'mineen wal a'immat alayhim as-salam who has blessed us to be among those who cling and hold on to the leadership and authority of Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam and all the imams peace be upon them all we also, it is also recommended to say the following alhamdulillah alladhi akramana bi hadha al-yawm all praise be to Allah who has honored us with this day. And of course, through these um, uh, divine prescriptions and tasbihat or sayings that we, it is recommended for us to say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also teaching us about the greatness of this day because we, when we realize the importance of these words and the meanings which is conveyed, we better understand the significance of this day. Alhamdulillah, alladhi akramna bihada al-yam who has honored us with this day. And included us with those who have fulfilled their promise to him. What promise is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking about? Remember a few days ago when we spoke about the promise uh, that we've given before our actual existence. And the covenant made with him. What is that covenant? The loyalty to his divine representatives. That is the imams and the establishers of his justice he has not made us of the deniers those who deny the wilayat of Amir al-Mu'mineen and those who reject the day of, just, of judgment the questions for today um, which is day 6 first question what are three key differences be between Eid al-Ghadir and other Eids which make Ghadir greater. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad. So, the first thing, if you compare Eid al-Fitr, Eid al-Adha and Eid al-Ghadir, we notice that with each of these Eids, they come after having completed an obligation, having fulfilled an obligation. For example, Eid al-Fitr comes right after completing 29 or 30 days of fasting, which is wajib correct and then you have Eid al-Adha which comes after the obligation of Hajj pilgrimage is completed and then you have Eid al-Ghadir which um, comes after the completion of the wajib obligatory wilaya and the belief in Amir al-Mu'mineen salam but the difference here is that fasting and pilgrimage are related to um, and they are actual physical actions compared to Eid al-Ghadir which is the obligatory action is actually belief in the wilaya of Amir al-Mu'mineen it is not a matter related uh, to physical action something that you do and you're done with or, or 30 days that you completed your fast and you, then you stop that particular activity for the remainder of the year until the next year comes or Hajj, you do it once, once in a lifetime if you're able to do it and then you're done, you don't need to do it again. No, when it comes to um, uh, 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 the obligation of wilayat, it is a matter related to the heart, a matter related to your faith, your aqidah, which is essentially more important than 
a physical action, whether it be, you know, um, salah or uh, recitation of the Quran, all these deeds and actions are great and important. But from a higher perspective, faith comes first and foremost, and then comes the actions that complement that faith. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is um, when it comes to fasting and pilgrimage, which is before Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha, uh, fasting and pilgrimage are wajib. However, you can be excused from fasting if you are, for example, in the state of travel or you are not, you are not able to fast because uh, you know, a mom, a mother is expecting, or a mother is feeding her child. So, so there are examples, or the elderly who 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 cannot bear from a from a from a health perspective. There could be other alternatives to actual fasting, as as well as with pilgrimage. You know, pilgrimage Hajj is wajib on those who are able and capable of performing it once in a lifetime. However, those who don't have the means, whether it is financially or uh, you know, uh, it's not safe to go to Hajj or any other reason which deems them as uh, um, uh, excused from doing this particular um, uh, obligatory action for that particular year, then uh, they, it is not it is not obligatory and the person is not obliged to perform this Hajj. And some people may go on the whole entire lifetime without having to perform pilgrimage because they have not fulfilled the conditions to perform uh, pilgrimage because they're simply not capable capable of doing so. Uh, however, when it comes to uh, the, uh, the obligatory uh, uh, action of wilayat, carrying the love and the devotion and the muwalat and the mawadda to Amir al-Mu'mineen there's simply no exception, um, you know, whether you're traveling or not, whether you're old or not, whether you're mother feeding or not, um, whether you have money or you don't have money, it does not affect um, uh, the, the obligation of believing in Amir al-Mu'mineen uh, There's no prerequisite that you have to meet in order to believe in Amir al-Mu'mineen. You simply have to believe and love, in he, love him and, uh, uh, and obey the command of Allah in his divine selection to Amir al-Mu'mineen So there's no situation that you would be excused from it. So essentially every human being is uh, is obliged to believe in the wilaya of Amir al-Mu'mineen which makes the, the Eid which, which comes afterwards, you know, having completed this this most important obligation becomes much more grand and great compared to Eid, which follows, um, you know, um, a, a, a physical action, which maybe some people are able to do it, maybe some people are not able to do it. You compare the Eids, of, you know, comparing uh, compared to what is being completed, you will find that what is being completed um, on the day of Ghadir, as we know also that, you know, belief in the wilaya of Amir al-Mu'mineen is essentially completing the whole entire religion. Fasting doesn't complete your religion, right? It completes your obligation for one particular month of the year. Hajj doesn't complete your religion, right? It just completes one aspect, one pillar of Islam, one furu' al-deen of Islam. However, the wilaya of Amir al-Mu'mineen completes the entire package of Islam and your belief in it, so the difference is by far uh, great and significant. And the second question for today, why do you think that Eid al-Ghadir is the only Eid celebrated in the heavens? 
by the angels. So this is, you know, we can use a little bit of our common sense and to reflect also on different aspects. And I'll accept the answer which which makes sense, which is logical. Um, so essentially, um, what comes to mind is, as I just mentioned, that the um, the conversation is very relevant that we just spoken about. Fasting is obligatory on human beings, right? And pilgrimage is obligatory on human beings, on Muslims. It's not obligatory on the angels. Angels don't fast. Angels don't perform pilgrimage, right? So the Eid, Eid al-Adha and Eid al-Fitr is not really applicable or relevant to the angels. But what about Eid al-Ghadir? So, so what is the obligatory action? The obligatory action is the wilaya, the devotion, the mawadda, the love and, and commitment to the leadership of Amir al-Mu'mineen is the, is the wilaya only limited to human beings? Or does it also include other creation? So interestingly, actually, the wilaya includes other creation other than human beings, including angels, including jinn, and other creatures that we do not know about. The system of wilaya and the obligation of wilaya is actually universal. That's why we, we you know, there's a concept in Islam called al-wilaya at-taqwinaya, meaning the wilaya that is, uh, in essence, uh, uh, based that is applicable to all of creation, not something that's just uh, a tashri'iya, for example, uh, you know, something that's tashri'i, fasting in the holy month of Ramadan, something's very specific, Islamic law in a specific time, in a specific circumstance. No, when it comes to the wilaya, it is, you know, wilaya taqwinaya that is, encompasses not just human beings, but other creatures as well, who are also obliged to the wilaya of Amir al-Mu'mineen and, and hence we can understand when we hear hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first soul that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created was the soul of Rasulullah, the seal of prophets, as well as the soul of Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib, that we hear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created one light. That light is the light coming from Rasulullah and Imam Ali and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala split that light to both of them. And then from there, comes, uh, you know, um, the future um, uh, prog uh, progeny and so on and so forth. So we can understand there essentially um, that the importance of um, the leadership of the, pro the Prophet and uh, um, the wilayat of Amir al-Mu'mineen extends by far beyond, uh, you know, the globe or the earth. It is universal. It, it has no boundary to time. Uh, and hence we see that, you know, different Prophets believed in Prophets, different prophets believed in the wilayah of Amir al-Mu'mineen from Prophet Adam to Prophet Nuh to Prophet Jesus and so on and so forth, as well as uh, as angels. And there's a beautiful story, uh, and I'll end with that, where when Allah, when uh, Rasulullah sallallahu went in his special spiritual journey to Al-Isra wal-Maraj, uh, one of the things that the ironic and extraordinary um, um, phenomenon that he experienced was that when he went, um, you know, Al Isra, he noticed when he arrived there, he noticed that there was a figure which looked just like Amir al Mu'minin, that he actually thought it was Amir al Mu'minin there. So he turned around to Angel Jibreel and said, Oh, Ali reached there be even before me? He was surprised to, to see him, to see what seemed to be like Ali. So Angel Jibra'il responded back and said, well, no, actually this is not Ali, but it is a, a representation, like a mannequin looking like Ali. And the story behind that is that the angels uh, were doing tawaf 
the, the angels were missing sorry the, the angels were missing Imam Ali السلام, so much they because they've heard so much about Imam Imam Amir Mu'minin from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they know how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favors Amir Mu'minin that they also became to came to love Imam Ali السلام, because as we said before you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you're gonna love those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves this is the system of wilaya the system of tawalla so the angels fell in love with Amir Mu'minin so much so they, they 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 felt that they missed him and they cried to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying we miss Amir Mu'minin we want to see him so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created an image in the in uh, uh, an image in the form of Amir Mu'minin that they they would do tawaf and through that do worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not worship to Amir Mu'minin but worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from there you know um they this actually proves that you know the wilaya they also believe in the wilaya and it is also applicable to them not just uh to the human being so this gives us a strong indication about the importance of this eid and i'll end with, on this note it is narrated in the book of amali by sheikh al-saduq that imam al-sadiq said this is the greatest Eid of Allah and every prophet appointed by Allah celebrated this day as an Eid and knew the sanctity, the importance of this day. The name of this day in the heavens is the day of allegiance and the well-known pact. And on the earth, this day is known as the day of the promise, which is taken and the day of gathering of those who witnessed this event. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our feelings of wilayat and keep us, keep us steadfast um, in the wilayat of Amir al-Mu'minin salam Thank you all for your participation. Wa jazakum alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.